Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Thursday, everyone. We have been talking about how God's love helps us to handle people that are hard to get along with. We talked yesterday about dealing with difficult people. Today, I want to go on and talk about dealing with demanding people. These are people that are aggressive. They're pushy. They are insistent. They want things their own way. They're hard to get along with. So what does God's love tell us in responding to these kinds of people? Well, 1 Corinthians 13 tells us that God's love does not demand its own way. So in response to a demanding person, the best way to handle it is to be understanding, not demanding. Listen to how Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5 describes the attitude and the mindset of Jesus. It says, Your attitude should be the same that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not demand and cling to his rights as God. He made himself nothing. He took the humble position of a slave and appeared in human form. Now, just think about this for a moment. Jesus was God manifest in the flesh. He walked on this earth and interacted with people who were demanding, who were judgmental, who criticized him, and challenged who he said he was. But in face of all of this, he humbled himself. And it says here he took the position of a slave. Now, a slave in the sense that he was acting in their best interest. Jesus did not cling to his rights, but he humbled himself so he could accomplish a work on the cross that would enable us to be able to come into God's presence. And we need to take this same attitude. It says, let this attitude be in you that was in Christ Jesus. So here's the warning signal. Whenever you hear yourself say, he had no right to do that, then it should send an alarm off in our brain that would say, okay, I am verging on something here. I am going to be tempted to take up my rights, to say, I have rights. He had no right to do this. That was my right. When you do that, you're going to come into conflict with people. Far better to follow the example of Jesus here. Because Jesus did not cling to his rights, but he acted in a way that would benefit those who he came to serve. Now, this is hard to do. Because, you see, we think we're right. We only get into conflicts when we think, I am justified. I mean, I'm right. They're wrong. I'm right. And so we get righteously indignant that they had no right to do this. So I must confront this person and set the matter right. A focus on rights make us want to set the matter right. But sometimes the right thing to do is to overlook your rights 
and to serve someone else for their best interest. Now, the best example of this is when Jesus was hanging on the cross. People in the crowd began to taunt him and say, if you be the Son of God, come down off the cross. You said you could save others, but you can't even save yourself. If you be the Son of God, come down. Now, if there was ever a time when Jesus could have thought, I need to stand for truth here. I am the Son of God. They are challenging an eternal reality. I am the Son of God. And so I must, for right's sake, come down and show them. But if Jesus had have done that, he would never have accomplished his mission. He would never have died for our sins. We would still be apart from God with no access to him. But Jesus let that taunt go. He didn't respond to it. He did the loving thing rather than try to stand up for the right thing. Now, obviously, there are times when we do stand up for rights, but not at the expense of doing the loving thing. Jesus did the loving thing. He loved those so much that were taunting him and mocking that he stayed on the cross. He endured the ridicule and allowed the assumption to stand that he wasn't the Son of God in order to be the Son of God and bring salvation to us all. Now, this is a real lesson for us. Our overall principle in dealing with difficult people is that love lets it go. You just have to let some things go. You don't have to pick up on every misstatement. You don't have to quarrel with someone over the right and wrongness of every situation. Listen to what Titus 3.2 says. Believers shouldn't curse anyone or be quarrelsome, but they should be gentle and show courtesy to everyone. I tell you, courtesy alone smooths a lot of situations. Courtesy is just showing love in little things. I read a statement recently that said, marriages die from lack of courtesy. It's the little niceties. It's just the little things, the little acts of kindness, the little considerations. When you're courteous to someone and you have a mindset that I am not going to pick up the offenses that come my way, your life is going to go so much more smoothly. Proverbs 19.11 says, A man's wisdom gives him patience. It is his glory to overlook an offense. Are you able to overlook an offense? Can you let it go? Can you just let it pass? Or do we take a shortstop stance and we're going to catch every offense that comes our way? I mean, even if they're not directly aimed at us, we're going to dive to our side. We're going to make the play. We're going to pick up that offense. I mean, we all know people like this. They're so sensitive. The slightest hint of an offense, they will not let go by. We don't want to be like that. We want to overlook offenses. Listen, offenses will come our way. If you're looking for them, there's going to be enough of them that will make your life miserable, that will cause you to always have a life of confrontation and conflict with people. You are going to see where people are wrong and they need to be corrected and that you're right and you need to stand for your position. 
But what I'm trying to share with you today, that many times it's better to be loving than to be right. Because the loving thing is the right thing to do. Now, this is especially true in families. You know, we give a whole lot more slack to people that we don't know than people we do know. We need to let some offenses go that happen in our family. That's between husband and wife or parents and children. Just let them go. Well, how can we do that? Well, obviously, it's being filled with God's love. He's going to give us the inner motivation to do that, the same love that was in Christ, the same mind that was in Christ. He wants to heaven us. But here's something practical that can help us. Before you get sharp and short with someone who has mistreated you, think about three Bs, their background, their battles, and their burdens. When this person's been rude or snippy to you, ask yourself, I wonder where they're coming from. I wonder what their background is. I wonder what their family life was like. Maybe they came from a dysfunctional family. Maybe they had abusive parents. Maybe they have no role model of how to act lovingly. Consider their background. If you knew a person's background, you may applaud them for how far they've come rather than condemn them for how they're falling short. So just think, about a person's background. Next, think about their battles. What are they going through right now? What are they trying to handle right now? Maybe the person that's been rude to you has just lost their job. Or maybe they're having marriage problems and they're dealing with that and it's consuming them. And maybe it's caused them to be inconsiderate to your needs because of the battle they're facing. Or maybe it's just simply they're having financial pressures. They're trying to deal with their situation and you don't know the phone calls that they're having and how they're trying to make ends meet. You know, if you knew a person's battle, then maybe we'd be more inclined to do exactly what the Bible says, to be gentle and loving. And the last B is their burdens. What are they carrying at this moment? Again, This person who has treated you in a wrong way, offended you. Maybe they got a sick child at home and they really don't know how they're going to carry on. Or maybe it's a parent that's dying and they're carrying the weight of it. Or it may be just as simple that they have a headache that day and it's caused them to behave differently than they would normally. You see, we need to consider a person's background, their battles, and their burdens in order to have the right mindset to be loving. I believe that's exactly why Jesus could endure the cross. He knew us. He knew our background. He knows our battles. He knows our burdens. And even in spite of our sinful, willful rebellion against him, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He loves us. He knows us, and he wants that same love to be extended to other people. So I say again, love just lets some things go. Let the offense go. Let the hurt go. Let the argument go. Love is understanding, not demanding. Well, someone may say, but does that mean that I never stand up for myself? that I just let demanding people walk all over me? 
No, that's not the case. What I'm saying, though, is that we always deal with it with love. Now, here's a statement that I think is helpful. Be tender without surrender. You don't have to surrender your well-being. You don't have to surrender the boundaries that we should have around our lives. But be tender in everything you say. Be tender-hearted. Be tender in your words. Be tender in your actions towards other people. And if you will, God will use you. And you can be an instrument for good. You can relieve the hurts of other people simply by absorbing the wrong in the love of God. Well, that's our time for today, but we will continue tomorrow and we'll talk about dealing with people who disappoint us. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.